if you're not already connected to a growth church, a growth group in our church, we'd love to invite you into that forum. We're doing a study on the Beatitudes, and so you'll probably find that very encouraging. And learn how to meet in a smaller group with people just like you and me that we can share our Christian walk together. Say together. Do you know that you can't be a lone ranger and be a Christian? There's no such thing as a lone ranger Christian. We are meant to do this thing together with other people like us. Some of them will bless you and some will irritate the snot out of you. But that's part of growing up. Some of us need sand. Who wants to be a sandpaper Christian? Who is already a sandpaper Christian? (laughs) Rubs people up the wrong way. So we all need each other. And so uh, thank you for cooperating with our fire drill. We don't do that every week, but it was something that we need to do to keep you safe and to keep our children safe. Now, we've been doing a study on the book of Corinthians. Uh, We've been slowly working through the book. And now we've come to Corinthians chapter 6, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And I sound terrible where I am. I don't know if I sound terrible out there. Sound a bit strange? That's normal. 1 Corinthians. It was here before. I'm using a strange Bible. You know when you use another Bible, it's like driving someone else's car? It just doesn't work quite the same. But thank you. My electronic one decided not to work. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 is really deals with two separate subjects. One is sex and the other one is law. So we're going to do the boring one today, law. Okay, next week we'll do sex. So church will be packed, I'm sure. But it says this, If any of you have a dispute with another, dare he take it before the ungodly for judgment instead of being before the saints. Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? What an incredible privilege that we have one day. You and I will actually judge the world. Isn't that enormous? You and I will actually sit and critique what happened on earth. Isn't that an incredible possibility? And do you not know that you will even judge angels? Verse 3, you'll go on to it. If you were able to judge the world, are you not competent to judge these cases? Do you not know that you'll even judge angels? Do you know that's why the devil doesn't like you? He hates you because one day you're going to point the finger to him and say, you're a loser, man. Stage left. Exit out of here. Into eternity. And you're one that's going to pronounce the, the uh, judgment upon Satan. No wonder he doesn't want you to win. Nobody wants to keep you a loser and under pressure is because if you ever realize who you are in Jesus Christ, then he's in trouble. He loses everything. And then it goes on to say, Therefore, if you have disputes of such matters, appoint judges, uh, even men of little account in the church, even the most, you know, not always the famous and the successful. You could actually take the most simple Christian who has an understanding of the Word of God, and most times they can actually say, that's right really isn't that hard, is it? It isn't that hard. Um, And I say this to shame you. Um, Is it possible that there's nobody among you who can judge or dispute the needs between believers? But instead, one brother goes to law against another brother, and this is done in front of the whole world. 
kind of unbelievable. So Paul has two issues here that he wants to deal with. One is, is that he's very concerned about how the church appears to the world. You know, as we've been working through this, there's been disunity. The reason why disunity is bad is not only it separates us and diffuses our energy and we work against the anointing of God because where we dwell together in unity, God commands the blessing. But he's also concerned how does that look to the world when the church is disunified and fighting amongst itself. When he, we talked about sexuality, this man committing this incredible sin of sleeping with his stepmother, he's not only concerned that it's wrong, but how does it appear to the world? And now he's talking about lawsuits between believers. Not only is it wrong, but how does it appear to the world? Paul is concerned about how we appear to the world. It is important because God's advertisement that the kingdom of God has come to earth is you and I. And when we are a good advertisement for God, when people look at our lives and see love, joy, peace, power, purity, unity, then it says that the kingdom of God's real and has come amongst us. But when the world sees disunity and squabbling and fighting and impurity and all these things, it works against what the message is we send to the world. You know they look at us more than look at what we say. Yeah, you can preach anything you like, but they look at us and what we actually do to see whether it's true. The other issue here is about, is it appropriate to take um, people to court and uh, as believers? Now, what's very useful here, and this is where sometimes you do need to have someone who has a gift of teaching on their life. Because if you just read that at the dead level meaning, you could end up with the idea that you can never take a Christian to court. That's actually not what that text teaches. So there is a real need in the Church of Christ for those that have prepared, study to show yourself as one who is rightly able to correctly divide the Word of God. You need people who have studied. You need people who have applied themselves to understanding the Word. And they also need to have a gift upon their life. Otherwise, you get into error. Essentially, this passage is saying that this court here, there's two sorts of courts in the ancient world. One court is the court of petty sessions, and the other court is the criminal court of the Romans. It's actually saying you should not be taking your brothers and sisters to Judge Judy. Okay? not talking about if someone's killed somebody, it's a case of murder. It's not actually talking about someone who's, you know, been ripped off of their house and their mortgage. It's not talking about serious breaking of the legal code. It's talking about the court of petty sessions and who thinks that watching Judge Judy would be a good advertisement for the church of Jesus Christ. It would be horrible, wouldn't it? And so understanding that means that it's on little disputes. That's why it says... You know, be wrong if someone's cheated you. Just put up with it. I'm not talking about the big stuff. I'm talking about the little things. But how we handle conflict in the life of the church so much represents what we really believe about the kingdom of God. Yeah? The way we deal with conflict in the church shows us what we really believe about the kingdom of God. It really does. So that's Romans, uh, that's 1 Corinthians chapter 6. It's been far too long. Now we're going to finish with something a little bit different. So I'm going to throw to a video. It goes for 14 minutes. This is Lou Giglio. And it's magnificent. A thousand light years away, it's a highly magnet magnetized neutron star. Right. It simply means this star exploded. 
into a supernova, and in the case of the Bella Pulsar, it collapsed back on itself in a magnetic entity, and as a pulsar, it began oscillating on its axis. This one oscillates 11 times a second on its axis. And that doesn't seem to move anybody tonight, so I just encourage you to, when you get back to the hotel, to oscillate 11 times a second on your axis, and you will appreciate the Vela Pulsar in a different way. It's and as it laugh. is oscillating, you can see what's happening. It's shooting a radio frequency out of itself. And so not only do we have this amazing photograph, but we're determined to hear somebody speaking to us. And so through SETI and other highly advanced um, electromagnetic telescope programs, we're listening to the universe day and night. And I don't know if you know this or not, but when I say we, I mean we as in your tax dollars are paying large sums of money to build radio telescopes that circle the earth to continually listen to see if anybody out there is speaking to us. To date, we have not heard any intelligent life speaking back to us, but we have gotten something for our money because when they aimed the radio telescopes at the Vela Pulsar, this is what they heard. And this is what this guy does 24-7, day and night, 365 days a year. This is what, from a thousand light years away, the Vela Pulsar sounds like right now. This is it. Listen to this. incredible you're like well what does it mean I don't know is that some kind of Morse code for something or what 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 is all that mean I don't know what it means but and I don't want to you know go too crazy here but maybe the Vela Pulsar got wind somehow innately of Psalm 148 verse 3 and says it says praise him sun and moon and all you shining stars we're a shining star we should praise him well how are we gonna praise him I know let's oscillate 11 times a second on our axis and see if we can send a radio signal into the universe that would join in the symphony of God's praise from all creation. It's singing. The stars are singing to Him. I recently stumbled on 47 Tuck. It's a, a beautiful uh, cluster of stars. Let's show you the picture of it here. It's about um, 16,700 light years away from where we are. And you can see just this brilliant, it looks like a sort of he shoved a lot of diamonds together into a pile. It's an um, unbelievable number of stars there. Look at these. They blow up that central place right there. There are 12 of these super giant blue stars in there. But the things that are of interest to us tonight are these millisecond pulsars. 23 millisecond pulsars are there. And we've recorded 16 of them. And right now tonight, while we're sitting in this room, the 16 recorded millisecond pulsars and 47 tuck are making this sound right now.
beautiful? Who knew? No, God has his own string section. He's not beautiful. And we just looked at one 11 times a second pulsar and 16 millisecond pulsars, and you start seeing Psalm 48 come to life. But look down at verse 7. It says, Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures in all deeps. Fire and hail, snow and mist, stormy wind fulfilling His word, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, beasts and all livestock, creeping things and flying birds, kings of the earth and all people. So now He's bringing us in. We've got the heavens. We have the host. We have the stars, the sun, the moon, and now he says to the earth, and he names everything on the earth in some form or fashion, and then he brings in us, kings of the earth, verse 11, and all people, princes, and all rulers of the earth, young men and maidens together, old men and children, let them praise the name of the Lord, for Hallelujah. his name alone is exalted, his majesty is above earth, and I love that he starts with you great sea creatures. We were in Hawaii a few months ago, and it was whale season there, and, and I was captivated by these giant beasts, and they, they seemed like they were putting on a show for us. They'd splash up and roll over and spout and blow, and it was beautiful. And as we were talking to some of the natives about the whales and asking all these questions, how do they get here every year, and how do they know to come to the same place to have they're, they're young, they're offspring, and how do they know how to journey? And he said, oh, you know, the whales, one of the main ways they get a around is through the whale songs that they sing. And I got Psalm 148 all inside of me, and I'm like, no kidding, I, 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 I'm sure they do. And so I got to figure out what the whales sing. And so I start doing a little research, and I go online to find the whale songs, and I just want to bring it to you because some of you living in Minnesota and don't even know where an ocean is. And so <laughs> the, the whale songs could sound like this right here. Take a listen. creation and I had this crazy idea and I I, um, I don't know if you know what a mashup is or not but I had this crazy mashup idea and I started trying to think what would it be like to be God because we so elevate our our songs and this is no comment on, on what we've sung tonight I'm a songwriter and I believe in artists and I, I believe in what we do in corporate worship through song and through music and, and one of the expressions of our worship but I don't think we have a clue because we don't know the expanse of the worship that is continually surrounding the throne of God and our songs are great but God isn't banking on our songs <laughs> because he is surrounded by a symphony Hallelujah. that's bigger than our wildest dreams tonight 
stars sing and whales sing and the birds fly. And I just tried to imagine what would it sound like if you could just for a second be God and hear what he hears. But I can't get us there tonight, but I, I came close. I had a friend who helped me with this little iPad program. And, and I'm not a DJ, but I, I just a little thing just quickly. And I, I want you to see how this works. I, I brought this guy in. Um, he's um, not somebody that we had uh, going already, but um, I brought one guy in. He, he should, you should be hearing him by now. I don't know. Are we, are we on? Yeah, if we could get just a little more volume, that'd be great. Thank you very much. Just even a little more volume would be fantastic. Thank you. I'm kind of maxed out here. There we go. This guy, we didn't look at his picture. He's PSR BO329-54. And he's only rotating one and a half times per second, which is not all that much, but we need him in our little <laughs> experiment we're going to do here, okay? Um, and then we had the Vela Pulsar. You remember the Vela Pulsar, right? Well, that's that guy. But that's a little too fast for what we're trying to do, so we're going to slow that down, okay? slowed down and put in sync with each other. It's not a real groovy crowd, I know, but I, I know where I am, but it's kind of groovy if you hear it. And some of you want to nod a little bit, but you don't know if that's allowed at a reform meeting, and so um, you just do as the spirit leads. But isn't that cool? That's just two pulsars. And so we're going to put the, uh, the millisecond guys in there. The ones you just heard, here they come.